Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, I'm the founder, and my mission is to help ethical entrepreneurs and holistic healers to find their voice through spiritual coaching and podcasting. I'm honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through healing, kindness, innovation, purpose, and spirit. Understanding that to create collective change, we need to be the change. It all begins with us. Before opening her own firm, Shahada Law, Jodi Shahada was a partner at the Davis Firm, where she negotiated deals at the highest level for global superstar recording artists, music producers, songwriters, television personalities, management and production companies, professional athletes and business executives in all areas of the entertainment industry. Jody was recently featured in Billboard magazine's 2020 Top Music Lawyers and Variety Dealmakers Elite NYC 2018 for her skillful dealmaking. Join me as we explore what it's really like to be an entertainment lawyer in LA, working with pop stars every day to protect their interests whilst dealing with the impacts of technology and copyright. Welcome, Jody, to The Ethical Evolution. It's so nice to be here, Bendy. Thanks for having me. Now, for those people who don't know who you are and what you do, can you go ahead and tell us? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Jody Shahada. I'm an entertainment attorney based in Los Angeles, and I run my own law firm called Shahada Law PC. And we represent talent and artists and creators in the music and entertainment space. Now, no doubt you would see a lot of things in your work. <laughs> a lot of things. Um, but... And you would also get a lot of people who run to LA seeking fame, get caught up in some things. Um, if someone mm-hmm. is looking to do that, what's your advice for them? Just make sure that you have a good team around you. Um, you know, the entertainment industry is one where you can literally have overnight fame and success. And You definitely want to make sure that you've got a really supportive team around you, whether that's a manager, a lawyer, uh, an agent, a business manager to watch over your money, Uh, you know, and and then, you know, from the professional perspective, that's, that's your core team. And so definitely make sure that you, you've got that in place with people that are looking out for you and, you know, keeping an eye on what is the best uh, 
decision for you to be making to protect yourself right now and then protect your career in the years to come. Mm. And uh, no doubt you'd be um, hearing a lot of the buzz at the moment around uh, the writer's strike and um, sag after um, you know, union and all that kind of stuff there at the moment. Um, no doubt you're probably getting some calls from people <laughs> in that space right now. Yeah, absolutely. My, you know, I represent talent. So to me, this is, you know, affects my clients very much. Uh, most of my clients are predominantly music artists and, uh, you know, but everything in entertainment's related. Mm. Um, you know, there's a lot of discussion about how, you know, songwriters can uh, strike and use their types of uh, platforms to do essentially what SAG after um, members are doing right now. And so every, we're all watching what's happening. Uh, you know, as, as a representative for talent, I'm, I'm rooting for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I, I think that it's time to make sure that the proper deals are in place so that people are able to earn a living doing what it is that they love in, and help create art for everyone to consume. Mm. And there's a lot of, um, again, posts I'm seeing in social media in particular. Um, I I think it was one of the stars from Orange is the New Black was actually complaining on Mm. the residuals that they get from, like, you know, streaming from Netflix. Like, uh, we were talking mere sense, you know, and they actually made Netflix what they are. And they're getting virtually, like, they're famous, but they have to have three or four jobs to survive because they're not getting paid. Like, how can someone who's got that much fame not have the fortune to go with it? You know, it's it's a great question, and it's one that I deal with on a regular basis. Uh, It's the deals that are in place. It's the Copyright Act specifically for songwriters, um, where I see this a lot, the same it's the same issues that uh, songwriters are having right now with music um, because right now, you know, the, the streaming royalties are so pale in comparison to uh, the royalties that would be generated from radio station play or sales of physical CDs or records. And, you know, just the fact that streaming is the predominant way that consumers you know, listen to music these days, uh, we're facing absolutely that same issue. Um, you know, the fact is that it's based on contract negotiation. It's about, uh, you know, what are the DFP contracts, uh, award songwriting, publishing royalties, um, same issue that, you know, someone like you mentioned is facing with, you know, Netflix and the streaming, uh, participation that they get for their work. Um, these are all negotiations. These are all contracts that are negotiated. So, uh, all of these concepts and all of these issues right now are very pertinent for every, every creator in the industry. Mm. And uh, I myself have experienced it uh, too, Jody, because uh, I, I'm actually a voiceover narrator uh, and also a music producer. So, yeah, when you when you sell, sell, you know, a song and you're making mere sense out of it, you're just like, wow, you know, like just wow. Um, and also there's different mm-hmm. deals and contracts you can get where you get paid up front rather than getting residuals. So sometimes you've got to weigh up, is it like, what's going to be the better deal for me here? And really getting that advice is really critical at that point. You can get so excited and signing a contract and, oh, I'm in Hollywood and all this kind of thing, Yeah, which has happened to me. And then I kind of went, I've really got to pull this apart before I sign anything. And so 
that is probably the most important part is not to get all stuck in the excitement. It's actually to do your due diligence, isn't it? Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, one of the hardest things for me as a lawyer is when I get a client that has uh, find a deal that hasn't been properly reviewed, hasn't been properly negotiated and explained to them. And what it actually means is that they've signed away rights that they never intended to, or they're stuck in this deal for years and years to come and the relationship isn't working out. And so, you know, it's just gone, everything's gone south. And so, yeah, it's what you're saying, that instinct that kicks in that you, you say, oh, I need to really make sure I understand what it is that I'm signing. I mean, that's the goal for every contract negotiation that happens, uh, you know, with us and for our, my clients. Mm. And on the flip side, you know, those people who get it right, <laughs> that that are actually <laughs> making the money, you know, like when we look at some of the, the big pop stars, like say Britney, people like that, who become literally an overnight sensation. Um, and the money is like just insane. It's insane. They've got to be yeah. able to manage that end of it as well, don't they? Absolutely. I mean, you know, and a lot of the people that experience this type of success, they're not coming from, you know, very large means. And so mm. this is not only life changing money, but it overnight can really change your whole sense of self. And, you know, to go from struggling for money and then all of a sudden you've literally got millions of dollars in your bank account. I mean, just to sit and process that and that type of change and how quickly it uh, manifests for you in your, you know, daily life. Um, you know, and that's, that's something where, you know, making sure that you have a good team around you that's really watching out for you, that's experienced with this level of success. Uh, so you, you know, it's not new to them, you know, it might be new to you, but it's not new to them. And so to make sure that you are, you have your protections in place and, you know, are putting away money, um, you know, for years to come, because as a creator, and I've seen this with, with many people over the course of my career, you go through, you know, peaks and valleys creatively. It's natural. Um, and so to make sure that you have some passive income, some, uh, you know, multiple investments that help you get through those times so that you can rejuvenate, you can refresh and come back with, you know, your new chapter of creativity, uh, you know, not having taken a big financial hit through it is, is very, very important. Mm. And we see so many that, you know, literally have millions fall in their lap and then within <laughs> no time it's gone and they're like, God, what happened to it? You know, like or yeah, exactly. they've or they've made a dodgy business deal and it's just gone. Um, uh, you know, one right. yeah. So it's it's really keeping your eyes open, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. It's it's a fast industry, it's a exciting industry, it changes lives overnight and it's all about making sure that you're keeping your bearings about you and, uh, you know, keeping your eyes, you know, yourself focused, your eyes on the prize and, um, you know, not getting distracted by everything that the industry can offer you. Mm. And you you must have to be like up with all the latest trends and, and technology as well, Jody, because, you know, in the music industry, there's, it changes so rapidly, you know, like what TikTok mm-hmm. has done to the music industry has been incredible. And, you know, just mm-hmm. what AI is now doing um, to people who use their voice in any way um, <laughs> or, or music is really incredible. Um, how do you, like, stay on top of that so that you can protect people? The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. 
Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Yeah, absolutely. So there's, I mean, there's a number of trade magazines, uh, you know, that we stay uh, abreast on. A lot of uh, legal news letters, uh, like the Copyright Society, um, you know, a lot of other publications that talk about just changes in the law that we should be aware about. And then I have a team that goes through and reviews, you know, these types of publications each week on the internet and then prepares a newsletter so that we can, you know, all of us at the, at the firm can be actively digesting and keeping abreast of all of these types of changes. Yeah. And I, yeah, it's exciting and it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've actually got a, an agent in New Zealand um, for voiceover work and they've been keeping us up to date on what's happening with AI. And, mm-hmm. you know, like you you may be aware of the, the famous case of the woman who had her voice stolen um, and used through AI through TikTok and, is, and was one of the voices that they use for, you know, AI generated stuff. And mm-hmm. she took them to court and she won. Yeah, and I think we'll see a lot of those types of cases. Uh, you know, we've seen a lot of music with, um, you know, for instance, there was an instance with Drake having that same type of issue. Uh, and, you know, just as lawyers staying on top of it, making sure that, you know, the laws are evolving to to protect clients uh, in that type of situation and also uh, getting a hold of an incident like that before it becomes so big that it is generating money that your client's not participating in. Uh, you know, I have a lot of thoughts on, on AI and what it can do for the business. And, but, you know, certainly as a lawyer, uh, that is, that is one of the, uh, the risks involved with AI and, and just trying to keep, you know, ahead of all of the changes that it could mean for my clients. Mm. And no doubt trademark and copyright law are, are really prominent things that you would be dealing with every day. And, you know, mm-hmm. as as a music producer, I often wonder, is there is there, you know, a finite um, number of songs that we can produce, you know, like there comes a point where some things start to sound the same. Um, like ha- how do you help people through those kind of hurdles? Like we've seen, you know, Ed Sheeran go through things, um, you know, where his song sounded so much like another song but he actually won the case. Like how do you get people yeah. through those kind of cases? Uh so that's a very specific question. I think that with the Ed Sharon case, what was really brilliant about that, uh, which is very helpful for me and, and, you know, seeing future cases being brought like that claiming copyright infringement is that, you know, the, the experts are really able to hone in on what exactly was the plaintiff trying to say was infringement. Was it just a general melodic structure, which is not covered by copyright law or not protected by copyright? Um, or was it something specific of that original song um, that they that they said Ed uh, infringed on? And um, you know the the industry right now is because of how successful it is. It is just right for all sorts of frivolous claims being filed, and unfortunately, my clients uh, have to you know fend off their fair share of them of them, but. You know, really what is uh, so important about that type of counsel and advice that I provide is, one, looking at the basis of the claim being brought, who's bringing it, how, uh, 
you know, are there, is it based on merit? Do they have any sort of credence to bring this type of claim? Uh, and if, if so, then we've got to establish whether or not it makes financial sense for the client to fight this in the courts where you, you're not sure what type of judge you're going to be getting. You're not sure what the jury's going, you know, the jury can be so, uh, uh, unpredictable. And so in order to, you know, there's a lot of risk involved with taking cases to court. So as a transactional attorney, cause I don't handle uh, those types of cases personally, you know, my goal is always for a client to just continue to be able to move along in their careers, continue to make money, continue to put their music out there. And does this potential claim impact them from doing so and if it does is it worth fighting and maybe my client feels really strongly about they have a zero tolerance policy for these types of frivolous claims they're not going to be paying out any sort of settlement money they they did not infringe or do anything that um this this plaintiff is alleging he did um in which case then we find the best litigator and we go to battle it, it really is very client specific and, um, you know, some clients are, you know, paid them a little bit of money. Let's put this to bed. Let's keep moving. Um, and so, it, yeah, it really is based on the, on the, the case at hand and the client and their, their nature. Mm, yeah. And, you know, just as you were talking, Jodie, I, I was wondering, you know, or just imagining the the kind of clients that you see every day um, mm-hmm. and that most of us would, you know, envy uh, you even getting to spend time <laughs> with. Um, you know, for you, what, what's been the highlight in your career so far? Starting my firm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I started this, I started practicing as a lawyer just to do this type of work and I went to law school just to represent artists and musicians and to work with creatives. Uh, I never wanted to actually be a professional creative, but I knew that I was predestined to work in that space. Uh, and uh, I discovered that you could be an entertainment lawyer and represent artists. And I just thought that was such a perfect blend of interest for me. And so I went to law school and uh, learned how to do this. I interned all throughout law school and I started my, um, my career in New York at a boutique uh, entertainment law firm. And I was there for nine years and I had become a partner and I had built up a really great book of business in the t- at that time. And, you know, COVID was happening and everyone's facing these really life altering decisions about, you know, if they want to stay where they live or move and, you know, they want to stay in the careers that they're in, and, you know, just, you know, having that type of stress and world event makes you really, you know, take, uh, stock of your life and I thought you know I come from a long line of entrepreneurs in my family and I thought you know I know how to do this I'm going to start my own law firm I've got a great local business my clients all believe in me and they all came with me and uh you know so that was really such a huge part for my career and that was absolutely the highlight and being able to grow a business that is molded the way that I want it to be with the lawyers and the team uh, on board who are all incredibly positive, hardworking people and really passionate about client service and working with musicians. Uh, That has just been so rewarding. And to have that type of really strong team morale and 
uh, you know, be able to do that every day together is, is absolutely just the best part of uh, my career right now. <laughs> You'll live in the dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yes. <laughs> and you know, it's interesting. Did you, do you think that COVID changed the music industry? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, I think, you know, it, it pulled back, um, you know, the curtain on a lot of things, you know, simultaneously, uh, you know, the murder of George Floyd occurred and, mm. and because of the fact that our industry uh, has so many minorities as creators, there was a real reckoning to make sure that the business of music was fair and that uh, there was a, divi- a divi- me, <laughs> diverse representation of executives in the business from all backgrounds. And there was a real emphasis on looking at these old deals that were in place from the 40s, the 50s, when you're doing deals with blues artists Mm. and jazz artists and uh, all these old songwriters and making sure that, you know, those deals were made right and to make sure that these creators in their states were getting royalties paid for the work uh, that these people had made and um you know so I think that that combined in COVID was you know really positive step for the industry absolutely um you know that's definitely one of the the highlights at least from from the world experience Mm, and we all felt the the ripple of uh you know artists not being Mm -hmm. able to tour anymore I think that was a a huge thing financially uh for the industry um but that's obviously kicked back off again now and is just going gangbusters like we've got all all the big stars coming down here at the moment so it's um it's exciting I know yeah I know my clients are going to New Zealand and and Australia (laughs) yeah I think I think we've got Lizzo here at the moment and I know I've got uh tickets to um Evanescence next month so I'm I'm super looking forward to that so (laughs) but um yeah there's so much that you would have to be across in in a day um how do Mm -hmm. you gain the trust of an artist after things like COVID and all the copyright and trademark law stuff that's going on Mm. how do you gain the trust to someone who's really famous and has a lot of money Mm. and you want to you want to be their trusted source that's a great question. It, I think it really comes down to just being honest and transparent with them and not being afraid to say the bad news about a deal that they might have in place or that's being offered to them and saying, you know, these are the pros, these are the cons, making sure that they understand it. And then saying, ultimately you're the boss, you're, it's your decision. So if you do want to move forward with this, I will but like how to make sure you get the best deal possible. Uh, but these are my, you know, my red flags and my concerns. Some, I mean, some deals are, I mean, it's probably happened maybe twice or three times in my entire career where I say, I feel very strongly that you should not be doing this deal for these reasons. And this is why, and uh, I'm very uncomfortable doing this deal for you. And I think just having that type of open and honest communication is what builds that trust. You know, there's, I'm, I'm a lawyer that my, my model is I am allergic to conflicts. Mm. <laughs> you know, if there's a conflict, any, and that can be, you know, rampant in this business. And, uh, you know, if there's 
any sort of conflict, I will be very vocal about it and to make sure that they understand who I'm representing and why I'm not representing this other company or this other party. And, you know, I think that that really helps as well. Um, you know, just knowing that I've, I am in this for them, for that client and advocating my hardest on their behalf and for no one else's. And to know that for them to know that I'm their lawyer and they have me as a trusted source and they can call me and text me with, you know, whatever they're worried about and uh, that I will be there for them and provide objective, unbiased advice. Mm -hmm. And then from my track record of who I've worked with and what I've done for the years, you know, that speaks for themselves that I actually know what I'm saying. <laughs> mm. And I don't know whether, you know, it's a privacy thing or not, Jody, but are you able to share some of the names that you've represented? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, well, uh, my clientele is a mix of artists and producers and songwriters that you hear on pop radio or the dance charts. And, um, you know, they've either... I have producers and songwriters that have made some of the biggest hits for Beyonce and Meg Thee Stallion. Um, I have other global international artists that are really big, uh, you know, in Spain and Jamaica and um, also, you know, becoming very big here in the U.S. And, you know, it, so, yeah, I mean, anyone that you've, you've heard of, my clients have, are either them or they've touched on working mm. with them. <laughs> Everyone's so connected in this industry. I've, I've learned since mm -hmm. stepping into it. So it's, uh, yeah, everybody knows everybody. Everybody's connected somehow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and speaking of that, Jody, you know, do you represent any podcast producers? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I certainly advise uh, podcast, you know, hosts and, uh, you know, people who own and run podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. To me, it's all related. It's mm. all entertainment. Mm. And it's a, it, like, you know, so, yeah, give me a call if you uh, I will. I think I'm going to have to talk to you because, um, you know, yeah. it's an industry that's really taking off. You know, people were like, oh, yeah, that's mm -hmm. not going to go anywhere. But it's actually changing the face of the music industry mm -hmm. and the entertainment industry. Oh, huge. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, to me, it's, it, again, it's all related. It's brands, it's influencers, it's celebrities, it's uh, sponsorship opportunities, anything that you are presenting yourself to an audience that it, it's all in some ways the same mm. <laughs> so there's a lot of overlap in the types of deals that happen yeah we better talk Jody. I think yes <laughs> <Give me a> call. <laughs> so for, for those people listening who are really interested in what you do and maybe they're in entertainment and they want to get in touch with you and find out more about what you do where can they go uh, they can reach me at, well, you have a, uh, Instagram handle, Shahada Law. Um, you can also, uh, reach out to me at, um, we have a general email info at shahadalaw.com with our team monitors and, uh, you know, check, um, you know, check out our, our Instagram and all the other work that I've done, like podcasts and articles and everything. And that's the best way. Amazing. Now I've got the last big question for you, Jody. 
<laughs> What's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? Oh, um, where do we start? <laughs> uh, living in LA, I would definitely say we really all collectively need to focus on the environment and climate change and do something uh, incredible to help change the course of where this earth is headed. And because of, and then once we can get that on track, then we can really try to focus on the other, you know, massive humanity issues that we're mm. facing. Mm. Um, I would say, you know, as a business owner and as a, a woman and actually talking to you eight months pregnant right now, um, oh, congratulations. I would say that we definitely need to in the U.S. Thank you. In the U.S., uh, we've absolutely got to make some changes for women and uh, women in the workplace, especially the fact that, you know, this country doesn't have paid leave laws is outrageous um, or federal paid leave um, protection is outrageous. And, uh, you know, just the fact, you know, getting back to one of your earlier questions about one of the impacts of COVID, I mean, so many women had to leave the workspace um, mm. during COVID. And why was that, you know, and it's uh, just to make sure that women and families and parents have support networks here in this country. And, you know, of course, all of the, the inequality that's happening right now and the courts towards women. And, mm. you know, I, I think that we've, we've definitely got a lot of work cut out for us, but we need a healthy planet in order to address that. <laughs> mm. And that's a whole other podcast right there. Um, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Open a big can of worms there. Yeah. I, I keep telling everyone in LA, just come down here to Australia. We've got all that stuff covered. Just come down here. You can have maternity <laughs> leave. You can be safe, you know, just come down here. You know, my husband is uh, from New Zealand, so it's very, very tempting. <laughs> mm. Yeah. No, it's like I, I've got so many friends in the US and they're like, you can't believe what it's like here. I'm like, I know. You should come down here. It's the absolute yeah. opposite. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have very strict immigration laws, though, so we have to. <laughs> we do. Requirements. We do. We do. But, um, you know, once you get through, it's worth it. Trust me. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. It's like this little golden haven down there. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Oh, Jody, I have loved every single minute with you. Thank you so much for being yeah, a so part nice of the Ethical Evolution. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been wonderful to chat with you. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution podcast. If you're ready to be the change and would love to work with me on finding your voice through spiritual coaching or creating your own podcast with impact, visit ethicalchangeagency.com. Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wannabet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. 
but I like airplane. I know you do, but WannaBet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid.